Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily tries her gosh darndest to fact check and research whatever she thinks is well, I will find relevant in that moment. I'm Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. And this is now beginning. Emily, how are you? Thriving. Always. Um, the dog here today with us, because there's always a dog with us, is Daisy, which is Emily's dog, because Daisy's decided to mm, not function as a dog this week and is having extreme separation anxiety. So she's, you know, to fix that, she's laying on Emily's lap. <laughs> I don't know what to do with her anymore. Well, when we're filming, we have to just let her do what she wants or else she'll whine. And my job is more important. <laughs> my job is more important. Yes. All right. Um, oh, I'm great. Thanks for asking. I'm. I like how you never, you never take a pause and then you just keep going. Yeah, because I can't have dead air. That's boring. But you got to give me a second to interject. Okay, let's practice. I'm interjecting Three. again. I need this cropped when we're editing. This can, this, me saying this can stay in. Okay. But it needs to be cropped. So before you deal with the audio, people can listen to This is how the internet works. Uh-huh. This is how editing works. Yeah. So when it's all big one thing, crop it a little bit. Uh, okay because i i didn't angle the camera right there's a lot of space over here there is. My, would you like to go head. fix the camera no because oh i want you to do it in post okay takes two seconds okay but now the people watching know that you've edited this in post yeah no we never edit anything we just film and slap it online do you know how many my breaths emily has to take out because i go <sighs> all the time i've learned how to recognize them on the sound waves yeah that's what you're supposed to do yeah that's I how i edit yeah i don't have to listen anymore i see a certain like bump in the audio and i'm like oh she's breathing i wheeze you do wheeze i wheeze a lot i'm yeah. a wheezer um okay we're gonna practice that's a great band we're gonna practice a pause ready five four three two say something and then pause i'm rachel ballinger and i'm the best and we pause how are you doing today i'm great okay let's go <laughs> it was like, da, 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 da. thanks for asking with no <laughs> breath taken whatsoever. I actually never say thanks for asking. I just start talking about myself without needing anyone to ask me anything. I'm going to do an instant replay of literally two I know. I just, I no, I did it this time. I'm saying normally. And last time. I did it last time? Yeah. I thought you did it last time. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> I took a pause. You didn't say anything and I'm going to keep talking. The thing is with people, they bore me if they don't, if they like, take too long to speak i'm like i'm just gonna keep speaking then mm-hmm. yeah it's a great like way it. to make friends <laughs> i have a lot of them they don't go away they just keep showing up and then they bring dogs and it's, it's a whole thing it's true so clearly what i'm doing is working charming i love it i am charming you are i know yep <laughs> <laughs> all right what's in the news today emily um, i'm pausing well, thank you so much we have corrections from last week so what'd you mess up Billie Eilish is not 19. She's 20. Oh, whoa. Apologies. How dare I mess that up? Um, and then with the whole Adele thing. Hadel. Hadel. The internet is torn. And I got, well, we got several comments of people being like, it's not Hadel, it's 
Adele. I, so anyway, I, I can't even tell you the amount of videos on YouTube I watched last night trying to understand how she's pronouncing her name in a different way than the way that we normally pronounce it. I can't hear it. I will never be able to hear it. Well, according to Twitter, it's not Adele, like U-H-D-E-L-L. It's pronounced Adele. No, but I'm going to get at all what the, she said. No, but it's because she says it in a British accent. So she's like, Adele, like, that sounded Southern. I don't know how to do a British <laughs> accent, but. I was going to attempt it. Yeah, the no. Southern was in my head, too. But like, it's not Adele and it's not Adele. It's just Adele, but in a British accent. Um, so I'm going to need her to just record it for us over and over and slowly and then yes. sped up. And then normally I'm going to, ne- I need it from her mouth. Cause I'm not going to believe anyone on the internet. I need right. it from her mouth. Agreed. She has n- no, she does not need to do this. This is not her thing to deal with. It's her name and we're stupid. But, uh, if I want to pronounce it correctly, but I need it from her mouth because I right. know the internet just decides things. Right. Because when. That article first came out talking about last week about how she went on that that talk show and was saying, oh, she said my name right. And it's pronounced Adele. The article was saying, yeah, we've been pronouncing it wrong. Her name is pronounced Adele. It was H-U-H. And so I went. D-E-L-L. Yeah. I was like, Adele. But then the article this week was like, no, it's pronounced U-H-D-A-L-E, which would be Adele. Adele. It's, I don't know. I'm I'm just going to not because I don't I'm know what to say. I'm confused. We're all confused. <laughs> I so, want to do it right. And I just, I'm not having the opportunity yes. to do so. Um, well, this got me down a rabbit hole last night because I, uh, I was reading all these articles trying to figure out how to properly pronounce her name. And then this article from E! News came up. And apparently there's a whole slew of celebrities whose names are just like always pronounced wrong, but they've just stopped correcting people because they're tired of it. Yeah. So like, um... Star of Mean Girls. How would you say her name? Lindsay Lohan? Apparently it's Lindsay Lowen. Like W-E-N. Lowen. Lindsay Lowen? Lindsay Lowen. Says who? I'm going to start saying says, says who? who? Says Lindsay Lowen. Oh, well, <laughs> if she says it, then, then, then it's right. And then who plays uh, Jacob Black in Twilight? Oh, a, a Taylor Lautner. Okay. You got that one right. Yeah. L- they say it's pronounced like L-O-W-T-N-E-R. How are Lout- people? Lautner? Lautner? Taylor Lautner? That's what it's spelled like. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we already talked about Ariana, but she purposely changed that. Okay, this one. Um, John Legend's wife. Chrissy Teigen? Apparently it's oh, Ta- Yeah. I knew this. I knew this. It's Chrissy Teigen. Teigen. Yeah. yeah. And then um, who else do we actually know? Um, oh, Star of Mamma Mia. Oh. You got this. Oh, God. What is, I, I almost said Marilyn Monroe for some reason. I mean, honest. Uh, oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about Meryl Streep. I got those oh, two mixed up oh, right okay. now. I have no idea. First name is Amanda. Oh, the only Amanda I know is Bynes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that one right. Um, I'm putting that on a throw pillow. Um, okay, so everyone pronounces the star of Mamma Mia. Her name's Amanda Seyfried. Everyone pronounces it Amanda Seyfried. Well, oh, I did not know her name. Oh, okay. Well, apparently it's Siegfried. Amanda Siegfried. Okay. So there's just all these celebrities that we've been pronouncing their names wrong, and either they've just stopped correcting people or 
they just never corrected people in the first place. I think they probably just never corrected people in the first place. Everyone always pronounces my last name wrong to begin with. A How lot of people say it wrong. Bollinger. It looks Bollinger. it looks like Bollinger. Okay. It looks like B it B A L L, which people yeah. pronounce ball. Right. I N G ing E R er. Yeah. Bollinger. Okay. And that it, it I so I'm not I'm not upset or hurt or annoyed when people do it, but if it's just in passing, I won't correct. Okay. Um but if I know the person they're they're gonna stick around, I make it I make a point to say my last name in front of them, not correcting mm, them. Right. But be to, like, I'm Rachel Ballinger. Just set the tone. Just set the tone. Right. Like, I'm Rachel Ballinger. Like I can do anything or something. I'll I'll say my full name in front of them within like that day. Right. If I know like you know, it's not just like, in passing. But I can understand like when someone's like thrown into fame, like Taylor Lautner. Lautner. You know, the people just started saying Lautner and he's like in the middle of an interview. He's not gonna be like, excuse me. Right. Like he's yeah. going to be confused and be like, OK, y- yes, you don't know how to say it. That's fine. Legally you know? changes his last name. Exactly. <laughs> so I could see if someone's like just like starting out in fame, they don't quite know how to deal with it. And then I guess some of my sisters put the name out there before me. Yeah. So like people kind of know it more often. Right. Um, and when people ask me, I'm like, oh, everyone thinks it's Bollinger, but it's actually Ballinger. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's. I don't know. Hmm. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. So I can see how like at the beginning when people like a talk show host announces you, you're not gonna be like, ah, like you're right. You're scared. Right. You don't know. Those yeah. people act like they have confidence, but they're actors. Right. You'd think before an interview, they would ask how to pronounce things. Um, yeah. But like, you know, Jimmy Fallon doesn't have the time. He does go and meet everyone beforehand. But like hmm. his, yeah, I don't think he sleeps. So same. <laughs> I don't think that's happening for him to be able to just be like, okay. I will remember everyone's name. Like send it like a stage hand or something to go write it down like phonetically and then bring it back. Yeah. I don't you know. know. I don't know. Um, so yes. Um, in other news, this is not corrections from last week. This is brand new news. Well, not brand new, but brand new to us. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Um, there's some drama going on between Selena Gomez and her friend that her don- kidney transplant person. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. So last Friday, Selena Gomez's documentary called My Mind and Me released onto Apple TV, which I would just like to take a quick poll. Who watches stuff on Apple TV? Like it's either Netflix, Hulu, HBO. But like, um, I go there to rent movies. Really? I've never... No I name. rent movies on there because, like, I'll be like, oh, this movie just released. I don't want to go to the theater. And oh. it's expensive to rent movies. It's, like, the, the 20, 30 bucks. Ew. So unless you have, like, a group, giant group of friends, it's actually sometimes cheaper to go to, like, dollar night at, on Tuesdays down at the book right. theater. Huh. Interesting. So anyway, her documentary just came out and um, onto Apple TV, and immediately the internet was buzzing because they noticed a small comment that she made during the documentary, but it had huge implications so at one point selena says doesn't say that at one point selena says i never fit in with a cool group of girls that were celebrities my only friend in the industry is taylor swift and if you didn't know any better this would be like a pretty harmless comment yeah right like who cares um but for some background back in 2017 her best friend of 10 years who is also an actress uh named francia Ryesa. We don't mispronounce names here. Ever. Um, donated one of her kidneys to Selena after Selena had been diagnosed with lupus. And, yeah. you know, lupus attacks your organs. And so it was shutting down her kidneys and she needed this life-saving transplant. And yeah. so her best friend of 10 years 
volunteer to give her one, but her best friend is an actress. She's in the industry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, during an interview, Francia, my dog needs to move. Here we go. Five, six, six seven, eight. eight. There we Don't. go. She's caught in the microphone cord. I love that for me. Okay. So when Selena was telling Francia back in 2017 that she needed a kidney, she wasn't asking. She was just basically complaining to a friend about how she needed a kidney. Like, this is really scary. The wait list is like 10 years long. Yeah. You know, yada, yada, yada. And so, of course, Francia, being a really good friend, was like, oh, well, I'll go get tested to see if I'm a match. And she basically said in an interview later that the words just kind of vomited out of her. She didn't have like... It's an impulse to help. Uh, right. Exactly. Like, if you said you needed something, I'd be like, okay, like, without even like thinking. Yeah. Like, I'll give you a kidney. Why not? Yeah, of course. Right. Exactly. I don't want you to die. Right. So after testing, Francia said that she was kind of pressured into donating her kidney to Selena because the doctor that was running the matching tests to see if she was like a viable candidate, instead of calling her and saying that she was a match for Selena, the doctor called Selena. Which is not allowed. That's not allowed. Um, so the doctor called Selena and said, you know, your friend is a match for you. So then Selena ended up calling Francia, who had no idea. She thought the results were still like about to come in in yeah. a few days. She called her friend and was like, hey, we're a match. This is great news. Like, this is yeah, exciting. Let's do this. Right. So instead of like figuring out that she was a match, having time to process that to herself and think about like whether she wanted to donate this kidney or not, Selena already knew. Selena was already expecting and Selena yeah. called her. So she was like completely blindsided. And then she said, of course, she went through with the decision to give her the kidney, but she said her recovery was horrendous. Yeah. And she explained it that like I, Selena was getting something her body needed. Yeah. Her body, uh, the friend's body, was, something was being taken away that the body was using. Yeah. So she said she couldn't like shower on her own, couldn't walk on her own for a few days. So like Selena wasn't exactly like, you know, up and jumping and bumping, but yeah. like she at least was feeling a lot of relief and feeling a lot better because now her body was able to function the way it needed to. Yes. Meanwhile, she was like bed bound. And, yeah. You know, having a really hard time. And she said that Selena was like super grateful and gracious about the entire thing. Um, and she's like even Selena posted an Instagram photo of them in the hospital bed side by side. And her caption was, there aren't words to describe how I can possibly thank my beautiful friend Francia. Uh, she gave me the ultimate gift and sacrifice by donating her kidney to me. I'm incredibly blessed and I love you so much, sis. So when the documentary aired and Selena made the remark about Taylor Swift being her only friend in the industry, it definitely like turned a few heads yeah um and it what made everyone even more upset is they got through the end of the documentary which i think was like 95 minutes long and she wasn't mentioned once so so what i read from an insider blah, blah, said that selena got really tired of owing her friend like feeling like she owed her friend constantly right. and because i read the friend's statement being like um, I always wanted a family. Now we're family. We're bonded by blood and all yeah. this stuff. And it sounded like her friend really thought this was like a like it was a huge deal. But like it was like we are bound forever now. And like it was like, OK, you owe me for the rest of your life, basically, mm. is what I got from that. And yeah. Selena's like, you know, she got it and she was very, very thankful. But I think she probably just got over saying thanks. And oh. like that can cause a strife in a friendship where it's like. Yeah, feeling like unbalanced, like yes. uneven. Yeah, and you, you eventually just have to let it go. Yeah. Like both sides. Right. And it just doesn't sound like they could. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of sucks. Like, it really does suck. Like, you gave someone your kidney and then you don't speak to them anymore and you're not friends with them anymore. But, like, they were clearly friends before that. It wasn't like Selena became her friend to get her kidney. 
Right, and then, 10 like, years. Yeah, so they were friends before. And then after that, it, I'm sure like there was it was an unbalance. Well, like they were even posting TikToks together up until like four months ago. So, so something must have happened. Yeah, I don't I have no idea. But then E! News posted a quote of Selena's from the documentary to their Instagram page. And the quote said, this friendship, it comes naturally. And it was a picture of Taylor Swift and Selena together. And Francia commented underneath it and just put interesting, period. So she's causing she's causing drama. Yeah. Well, she like immediately deleted it because that's what happens is you do stuff out of anger and then realize that it's going to cause drama. So she tried to delete it. But as we've discussed, once it's out there, it's out there. You can't do that. Yeah. If um, you have an issue with someone, discuss it privately. Yes. Right. So then Selena fans came for Francia and started saying that clearly Selena was talking about people in the music industry and not people in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And so she was basically like, why would she mention you being her like a second friend in the music industry when you're not a singer? You know, just basically trying to come up with like any excuse they could. And then someone made a TikTok video about the entire situation about like basically how crappy it was that Selena like ditched her friend like this and didn't mention her. Well, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. We do not know. Yeah. Well, then Selena commented on the TikTok and said, sorry, I didn't mention every person I know in the documentary. And people were mad that she did that. She shouldn't have posted. I saw that she did that. She should not have said anything. But it clearly, from my point of view, I don't know what happened. But I'm seeing that Selena's like, oh, my God, I'm never going to live this down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like if I don't constantly praise her, constantly talk about her, and then she's like, I'm not I'm like I I can understand being like, I'm done. I'm just not going to speak of her anymore. Like I'm over it. And then when people get hounded, I'm like, oh my God, leave me alone about it. Right. Like I can see that's what's going on. Yeah. Maybe. Again, we do not know what's happening behind the yeah. scenes. So there is like a whole Reddit forum that was created to basically crap talk Selena and like the poor decision she's making. And someone wrote, Every person I know, like like quoting Selena being like, sorry, I didn't mention every person I know. And so they said, every person I know. Um, How about the one person who gave you a part of her literal body? Think- See, that is so, that's too much. Yeah. They said, think that name might be on the tip of your tongue. And then someone else said, uh, Selena, you just lost me. That girl risked her life to save yours. Send her a effing text and talk it out like an adult instead of making a snappy response on TikTok. So, oh, and there have also been some rumors like, even just a year after the transplant happened, there were some rumors. It was never like she came forward and said it was more of like, you know how um, entertainment magazines and websites will be like an insider source yeah. told us, but they won't reveal their source. So take it with a grain of salt. But apparently back in 2018, Francia, an inside source that was close to Francia, said that she was unhappy with Selena and that they were like feuding because just a year after she gave her the kidney, she like were was seeing all these paparazzi photos of Selena like drinking profusely and then Selena was checking herself into like a mental health facility and Francia was basically like I went through all of these horrible things and like changes to my body and surgeries and you're just so here's the thing she checked herself in a mental institution yeah that's not Selena's fault right that's that's a the drinking the drinking okay but also something that big but what I, I'm a giver. I'm a present giver. I love giving gifts and whatever. When you give someone something, you cannot re- expect anything in, in return. And yeah. you cannot control how other people act. So when you give someone something, and it is, she gave her a 
freaking organ. organ right yeah it's a huge deal you expect a normal person to be appropriate about her or whatnot but her giving that it's hers now and you cannot control her body you can't control yeah. what she does and we are humans and we're going to do what we want we have free will yeah and so it's a really crappy situation um obviously we'd want selena to be you know very like thankful and treat the people in her life really well and the person who gave her an organ and it saved her life obviously should be treated very very well but as a human like you have to realize as humans she her life can't be controlled by that friend anymore yeah she is she is a an adult and her own person and if she wants to go drink herself under the table that is her decision you can't control that and like you can yeah. want the best for someone and you can be frustrated and mad but like you that's it and like so clearly they were starting to butt heads and yeah. selena probably tried probably started feeling again allegedly we don't know what's going on but controlled by that friend yeah and like let me live my own life right and like that's just what sucks with so her friend should have thought about this like when you if you do donate something of that magnitude you have to know that's the end of it like you, right like you don't control anything past that you give that organ to them and it, and that, that's, that's why you have to she should have thought about it more or had time selena should have bombarded her like that yeah she should have been given time to really think about it and they should have come to an agreement beforehand being like this is what it is and like um this is how i'll repay you or not and then like that's just the end of it or whatever right. it's a big deal and it needs to be handled really well and people i don't think people think about that beforehand yeah they just go i'm gonna give you this and it's gonna be great and we're gonna be bonded for life and like because i'd be we're best friends i'd be like mad too like if my best friend needed like a kidney and i gave her one and i went through all of that and then i saw her like yeah read it I, like I, i'd be mad too but like, yeah that's why that's a human reaction you, yeah. yeah but that's why you need to think about that that's why exactly that's what i'm saying you need to think about it because while she the va the the anger is valid yeah there's that is completely valid you can't yeah that's she is her own person and she's gonna do what she wants right and that's something you either just have to accept or you have to step away yeah and it's really really hard yeah and the mental health stuff she has no right to be upset about that no like that's not, not a all. good thing yeah like, like she like, yeah so like but the alcohol like obviously yeah like but if maybe there was if they had put in a contract like hey you have to respect your body after this yeah. <laughs> but like again that's selena's body you can't yeah. tell her what to do and it's the, i'm not saying what selena's doing is correct at all i'm just saying like this is the huge deal with that kind of stuff right is you can't control other people and when you give a gift you can't expect anything in return and it's it didn't sound like either of them were in the mind space to understand what was going to happen or how to deal with it once it was yeah and like that's just sucks i feel like you should have to go through like counseling first yes you, you should know? yeah donating an organ that's a huge freaking deal like yeah, yeah she risked her life and saved her friend's life in the process and then got really frustrated when she didn't feel like she was getting what she needed, what she deserved back. Right. And like that just, it sucks. That should be like mandatory. Yeah. If you're like donating or doing something huge, like donating an organ to like a family member or someone, you know, like yeah. you should have to go through counseling with them to talk about expectations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because also like we know we go through friends in life. Yeah. We all grow and change as different people. And so like sometimes you grow apart, sometimes you grow together. Sometimes you end up just having a huge fight over something really stupid. Yeah. And that's just what happens. So like if you're going to donate something, you have to know going in. And if you're going to receive an organ from someone, you have to know going in. This is it can get really messy. Yeah. And God. then to have it publicly have the public in on it never helps. No. 
not all again yeah. i'm not siding with how selena dealt with anything i'm just saying like this isn't just so easy like right well she gave you an organ you owe her for life right that's not how it works right anyway is there more because we need to go to a sponsor yeah sponsor all right let's check to see if we have a sponsor today sponsor sponsor Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Go. <laughs> um, okay, so one of TikTok's biggest stars, Bella Porch, just revealed that she's been married since 2019 and is now getting divorced. So for some background, Bella posted her first TikTok back in April of 2020 and like, I have never seen someone skyrocket that fast to fame. And now she has 92.4 million followers on TikTok and is like producing her own music. And she just like, she doesn't really do original content. She'll take like, that's the reason she got so famous is there'd be like a cute little song that she'd come out and in her video, she'd either do facial expressions to it or she'd do like a little dance to it. And now she does like vlogging on TikTok. But it's like, whatever. Um, and so (laughs) she seems sweet. It's just, (laughs) you have no negative to say. Yeah. It's yeah, I get it. It's just neutral. Um, but I know people are going to be like, what does she do on TikTok? And I, I don't know what to say. Like she, it's not a bad thing. Like what do I do on TikTok? Right. Follow trends. Follow trends. Which is what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no one knew that Bella was married or even in a relationship because her husband was never mentioned on social media. So not on Twitter, no pictures or videos of him on Instagram. He wasn't tagged in anything and she never wore a wedding ring. And then she even appeared on H3 podcast back in 2021 and admitted that she had been single for about a year. And in the episode, Bella said that she hasn't been in a relationship for a year, suggesting that her and her husband that she's now just getting a divorce from had been separated since 2020, since they like got married um what yeah because um was it a green card wedding that's the rumor but i disproved it me myself and i i didn't it's all over the internet but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah because ethan klein who's the one that runs the h3 podcast he said in there you're now eligible for the bachelorette now right and she kind of just like shimmied over the question and like moved on so it from all of this allegedly they got married back in what did i say uh 2019 and then by 2020 they were already separated just not legally divorced okay um according to this one segment on h3 podcast but yeah since the news came out that she's getting divorced there have been some rumor rumors circulating that she only got married to obtain a green card because she was originally born in the philippines oh but if anyone did a five-second Google search. Yeah, guys. Duh. Duh. Don't make up stuff. God, how old is Billy? Anyway, um, <laughs> she would have found 
that she was adopted by U.S. citizens at a very young age. And she's even served in the U.S. military several times. Yeah, so like obviously. Right. Why didn't you know that about the military, too? God. So then <laughs> just assume it's a green card. Um, according to Entertainment Tonight, Bella went on Instagram on Tuesday where she promised fans that she'll address the divorce from her husband, Tyler, when she's ready, because now we know his name. Um, but there's still like people are trying to find pictures of him or info. And it's it's really hard. Um, so she said she's going to speak about it when she's ready. She said she's taking a break from social media and going to let her team take over her platforms for a little bit just mm-hmm. to like keep content pushing out. Yeah. And um, she ended up writing because a lot of people are upset because when you have almost 100 million followers on social media, people feel, and we've talked about this several times, they feel entitled to know every aspect of your life. Yeah, so they feel lied to. They feel lied to. So there were several fans that got, like, huge groups of them that got mad because they're like, we've... You've no right. Right. They're like, well, we've had a crush on you and we've, so? we've been, you know, you've kept this from us and how could you lie about your life? She didn't tell you to have a crush on her. She didn't say, I'm right. going to date you. Right. You have no right. Right. But of course, there's always going to be someone that's mad. So she posted on Instagram before she took her break and she said, I'm sorry if everyone thinks I've been keeping a secret. Um, I will address my divorce when I'm ready to speak about it. In the meantime, please respect mine and Tyler's privacy. My team will be taking over my socials and posting certain obligations that need to be fulfilled. I'll be taking a break from social media. Thank you, Bella. So and then um, people got a hold because divorce records most of the time are public record. Yeah, so I, I was going to say her what her marriage should be public record. Yeah, so someone already got, well, like even on TMZ, BuzzFeed, and An- Entertainment Tonight, they got a hold of the record, and it said that she cited, uh, I can never say this word, irreconcilable differences. Irreconcilable differences. Irreconcilable difference. Irreconcilable? That Irre- sounds- irreconcilable. <laughs> Hold on. How do you? We got to Google it. There is someone out there that's like, you freaking women don't know how to say anything. Peak women knowledge. Okay. Um, Hold on. How do, you say, how do you say it? This word, pronunciation. Pronunciation. I couldn't even freaking figure out how to say pronunciation. Hold on. Irreconcilable. Irreconcilable. Still can't say it. But that's what she listed for the reason for divorce. Um, I can't say I'm gonna say it right here because uh-huh. I have to really think think about it. Staffordshire. American Pitbull. Staffordshire. I, I always go Staffordshire. I just go Staffy. <laughs> Staffordshire. Staffordshire. And all like people go Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I worked at a steakhouse for two years, and do you know how many times I had to say to the table every single day, multiple times a day? Would you like some Worcestershire sauce? <laughs> a Worcestershire sauce. Um, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> all good. So allegedly, Bella did not. Again, this is allegedly. Bella did not get a prenup before getting married because Ooh. when she did get married, she had no internet fame, no money. Yeah, why would you? Normal person. And so yeah. why would you get a prenup? And now, because she lives in California, which is a 50-50 split state. She's since worth, everything you've earned since you've been married. Exactly. And she's worth $12 million. So technically, wow. if she did not get a prenub, which again is alleged, which, but I kind of believe, because why would you? Tyler is entitled to $6 million. And they were married for a good one year, and then they've just been separated for two. Yeah. So, yep. Maybe if she can hire good lawyers being like, because what it's supposed to be is um the person gets used to the lifestyle mm. and like if he doesn't have a job and she's the sole income like 
and he's helped her build that right or whatever like whether it's not like you know at the work you know she's not writing emails for her, but like taking care of the home being a part of it being her her muse right uncut jams uncut jams so that's what it's supposed to be so like it's it's supposed to protect like housewives Got when they're it. like husbands just up and leave they're like well i haven't worked in years right i've been taking care of you in the house and the kids the kids yeah. i you know i my my resume is empty like i've done all this for you so you could go off and you know whatever it's supposed to be for that so if they've been separated for two years and they can and she can prove that and yeah. she's got good lawyers he might be only entitled to like the for the year that they were living together or maybe just like basic alimony yeah yeah Which, yeah if he and that depends on if he quit his job like for me i'm like it's situation to situation yeah like if he quit his job and was fully taking care of the house and her and was helping her with everything just behind the scenes then i think he is entitled to money yeah fully yeah but if he didn't do any of that he kept his job whatever i'm like then mm. you know if he yeah. didn't have to sacrifice anything i don't think and same with women yeah I, like i'm either on both sides of the board like that's just how i how i think um, I think it's there to protect people to not get screwed over, but I don't know their situation. Yeah. No one does. No one does. No one even knew that she was married. Yes. Um, okay. Speaking of relationships and families, Nick Cannon. God. Stop 12. it. Get 12. some help. Stop it. Stop it. He, stop it. It was just announced that Nick Cannon is now expecting his 12th baby. 12th child. Which makes five babies this year. Five. Someone stop! Stop it! Stop, stop it! At yeah. this point, you're not even being obsessed with being a dad because there's no way you can no. be there for all these kids. No. Uh, uh, the memes that are coming out about this are freaking hilarious. But uh, yeah, this. So we just found this out like a day ago, right? That number twelve's on the way. Yeah. We just found out last week that number eleven was on the way. Five days ago, like five days before it was announced. Number twelve. What are 12. these women doing? Do they know? Like, oh, if I just get impregnated by him, I impregnated by him i just get a bunch of money will they though because if you divide whatever he's like worth a lot you think he hosts a lot i wonder okay. hosts make good money if you're a celebrity host like okay. he's done what is it america's got talent and i know he's done stuff with jojo he hosts nickelodeon stuff a bunch and he's had a bunch of movies he had his own tv shows um okay try i'm trying to look up his net worth while she does that let's check to see one more time if we have a sponsor for today sponsor sponsor Go for it. You can't find it. It's giving me. Oh, 45 million. Okay. okay. So take that with a grain of salt. That's anywhere between 30 and 60. So that's three points. If you were to divide, to divide the 45 million by 12 children. So he gets nothing. Let's just say the whole 45 million goes towards the kids, which yeah. would never happen. But, you know, they each get 3.75 million. So yeah. maybe they all get a million. I don't know. Yeah. But also that's what they he's made. He has invested his money. Yeah. He's he's worth a lot more than that. Oof. Yeah. All right. So maybe. But like, here's the thing. Are these women like poking holes? No, I think he's doesn't want to wear a condom. How dumb. Like, do you think they're lying about I think being he on birth thinks, control? No, I think he's fine with having all these like all these children. I think he's totally fine with it. Oh, my God. Okay. Because at this point, after the 12th, or maybe after the 11th, don't you think he'd be like, I got to get a vasectomy. You would think. But I, th- I think he really does like it. Do you think he's that narcissistic where he's like, yeah, I want to spread my seed? 
I don't know. This is all allegedly. He but seems I can't like a- imagine him being against this and it continuing to happen 12 times. 12 times. That we know of. Yes. Oh, my God. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, if you need a good chuckle, go look up Nick Cannon baby memes on Twitter. They had like tears were streaming down my face this morning. One of them because like a bunch of them, it's like pictures that you'd have to see in order to like laugh about it. But one of them's like uh, Nick Cannon getting messages from all of his children on Father's Day. And it shows the message icon on an iPhone and it says 128 missed messages. <laughs> and then another one's like uh, Nick Cannon taking all of his kids to school. And it's the back of a minivan and a bumper sticker that says um hella kids in this van honk if one falls out they're just like there are hundreds of them and they're hilarious love it yeah um okay and not so i guess would you consider that light news Um, i don't think any of this nick cannon stuff was but obviously gomez was in sadder news um aaron carter passed away last week at the age of 34 we didn't cover it in last week's podcast because we recorded on friday and he passed away on sunday yeah um, or on saturday excuse me um, so on Saturday, police were called to his home in Lancaster, California, and it was reported that police officers found containers of compressed air and prescription pills at the scene. And the official cause of death has yet to be announced, although it's been said that he died from an accidental drowning in his bathtub. But an official cause of death hasn't been released, released because it's pending toxicology results. Okay. And Aaron, there's a big rumor circulating right now that uh, like online that he this was um, an attempt um, or like it was yeah. a successful attempt. And Aaron Carter's family has come forward and they are adamant that this de- that his death was not intentional. Um, so according to TMZ, who spoke to his family, they said Aaron couldn't wait for the holidays. He was planning on spending time with both his girlfriend, Melanie, and their son, Prince, and that he had also set up appointments with a family counselor and social worker, which would knew he he knew would help his chances of becoming like a more involved parent and and keep on the sober path and all that kind of stuff um and law enforcement also says that they did not find a suicide note at the scene of aaron's death but that there were cans of compressed air and prescription pills so it's looking like it, could it was have been an, an accident yeah it like just a, could have been an accident and honestly let's just if that's what and we don't we're never gonna know the truth about that yeah and let's let the family have mm-hmm. what version they want um because we'll never know the truth. So let's just let them have that and stop yeah. trying to spread that it was an attempt. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Right. It, all that matters right now is his family's grieving process. So mm-hmm. let's let them have it. Yeah. And a representative came forward and basically asked that people respect their privacy and stop creating these rumors yeah. and, you know, whatever until like the official p- reports come out and just to give them their space. Yeah. We, we know that he struggled with addiction for a very, very long time and mental health for a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize how bad it had been. Yeah. I had. I forgot about him for a while. I was obsessed with him as a kid. Yeah. And then I forgot about him. And then he randomly followed me on Twitter one day. What? And I was like, oh, my God. And I looked into him and I was like, he is struggling. Yeah. And so I've I've known it for like a few years that that was kind of what was going on. Child stars. He was like, Mm -hmm. especially the first rounds of them. Yeah. So back in, in 2019, he did say that he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia, bipolar, manic depression, anxiety, and was taking medication to treat his illnesses. And uh, Schizophrenia? That's what he said, because he went on the show called The Doctors in September of 2019. That's a hard one. Yeah. I mean, they're all hard, but that one is... Yeah. I can't, I can't even fathom 
that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what he reported. And then since then, and especially in recent years, the police have conducted a, a bunch of welfare checks on him, yeah. um, especially like due to his mental health and, um, you know, just making sure that he was OK. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? Um, okay, so YouTuber, beauty influencer, guru, Nikita Dragon just got arrested in Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time that I was writing this was being held at a men's facility prison, um, but has since been released. Um, so if you don't know, Nikita is a transgender influencer, male to female. And after she got arrested, she was being held in a men's facility despite being legally female on her paperwork. Yes. So according to NPR, um, Nikita was held in a men's unit of the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center in Miami and that she was facing charges of misdemeanor, disorderly conduct, felony battery of a law enforcement officer. And court records show that after being jailed for at least a day, she was released on her own recognizance. And uh, she was a alleged... No. Mm. I'm going to go with allegedly because until official reports come out. Okay. Allegedly, she was arrested after causing disturbances at a hotel. Allegedly, she was walking around naked at the pool and then fully, uh, fully Mm -hmm. and like being really loud and, and disturbing everyone. And then at some point, the hotel security staff got her to go back up to her room. And that's when the police showed up because someone called the police because when you have a very loud naked woman walking around a pool yes the police are gonna get called and when they knocked on her hotel door she basically opened it and then slammed it in their face then they knocked again and she opened it and threw water on them that wasn't the smartest decision in the world it was not um so then of course she got arrested and but then got put in a men's facility And uh, one of Nikita's representatives came forward and said, the situation with Nikita, who is legally female, being placed in a men's unit of a Florida jail is extremely disturbing and dangerous. This decision made by the Miami-Dade County Corrections Department directly violates protocol, which mandates that transgender inmates are classified and housed based on safety needs and gender identity. Nikita is now released and safe. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a human right, rights issue. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. If she was, you know, she she was doing wrong at the hotel. Yeah. Like, if she were truly walking around naked. Yeah. And causing a disturbance. If she was just in her bathing suit being loud, that's no reason for yeah. an arrest. But if she was walking around naked, yeah, the hotel had every right to call the police. Um, she should not be throwing water at anybody. Um. So, yeah, I understand that all the the second they apparent I saw on the the thing on the arrest record they 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 put her as male. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw Ew. I read that where they said even on the um official like arrest records. That's why when that she went on with the judge, um the judge says, "Are what pronouns are you?" Yeah. Because it, that the she it is a woman. She yeah. looks like a woman. Yep. Whatever you want to say a woman looks like. Yeah, Nikita very oh, much yeah. looks like a woman. Um, that does that does that doesn't matter, right? Her her personal documents say female. She's right. been legally changed as female on the government to the government, right? And on the rest arrest record and in the and she, it says male, and then she was in a male institute. So the judge went before we begin. What are your pronouns? Good. And she said she she her and she went oh okay. Yeah, but and then didn't Nikita? She she said, "Can I please like at the end of it?" She said, "Can I please be 
transferred to a female's and she goes well that has she's like you're supposed to be in um a separate area yeah like you're not supposed to be with the inmates right because i believe in florida i don't i don't know nikita's body mm-hmm. i don't know if um she has the parts she was originally born with or not right but i know that in florida um if you have a, a say a penis how do, how do i go about male this? appendages if you have a male appendages or whatever um you will go to a male that's so institute and if you have up. a vagina yeah you go to a woman's that's how they don't they don't do it based on what that's nasty but i don't know nikita's body so i do not know what's going on there yeah, yeah. so i don't know what happened but yeah. it is whether it's not okay being, like transphobic or whether they're following protocol like, yes i guess yeah like happens. she looks like a female to you know stereotypical female yeah. she has boobs yeah she has a, a figure of a woman mm-hmm. and to throw her in a male's jail oh you're like literally a walking target yeah like you are absolutely a thousand percent a walking target not just the inmates but also the guards oh yeah so, yeah sometimes that's worse um well people got so mad at this whole situation that the prison had to send a representative forward to make a comment because people were like, what is yeah, wrong with you? Thing. And they said, all inmates undergo our intake process and remain in an open seating area in the presence of correctional staff. Additionally, inmate Nikita was placed in a holding cell by herself due to her high profile status before being released. And she was escorted by an LGBTQ officer during her time at the corrections facility. So there's conflicting stories because she's coming forward and saying that she's being held in a men's correctional facility, which implied that like she was with the general male population, but then the jail County is coming forward. And well, she could have been in a, yeah, she wasn't a male's correctional facility. She doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So even if she was, they did all that. Right. Yeah. Imagine the fear. Oh, of being like just dumped. Like, yeah. And being like like you one time, your time. Yeah. Ooh. Or yeah. Uh, like, okay, you got to go shower. Shower time. Or yeah. like anything. Like she doesn't know what's going to happen. So maybe yeah. nothing did happen. We don't know. Still But it, that fear of being yeah. like, please just put me into safety. Right. Because she's literally living in fear the entire time she's there. Right. So I don't know if anything happened, but I can imagine that the fear of like, I don't know what the next hour is going to be. Yeah. So that is, that's not, that's, that's inhumane. Right. Yeah. So thankfully she's out now. But still, like, the trauma of yeah. being literally in direct danger the entire yeah. time. That's... And also, I hope she gets whatever help she needs because the way she was acting was not um, yeah. appropriate behavior. And I hope that that is resolved because that wasn't okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. You ready for your good news? Please, for the love of God. <laughs> okay. So according to Good News Network, a driver who took, took a wrong turn was able to save the lives of four people after driving down their street. This seems to be a thing that happens a lot. And like not in a funny way. It's just it's weird. She was she took a wrong turn, drove down the wrong street and saw someone's house on fire and noticed no one was standing out front like all the lights were off. And so she was like, oh, there has to be people trapped inside. So um, a doorbell camera actually captured the moment that um, why did I say she? It was a guy. My bad. A male. Do not misgender. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I must have typed an S in, in front of the he by accident. Anyway, so yes, a male driver who took the wrong road, whatever. He saw a house that was on fire and uh, their door, their, like I'm assuming it's like a ring camera, captured um, him jumping out of his car, running towards the house, banging on the windows, calling 911. Um, and he basically said 
that the fire was getting bigger and bigger by the second. And so he knew he couldn't just like wait and yeah. like do nothing. So his quote was, I just felt like somebody was in there because it was so late at night. You know, I just knew that I had to act quick. And on the video the he runs in and eventually you can see the three kids that were inside running out through the front door. And then um, the oldest sibling who was 22 that was watching them, they were obviously all asleep when this happened. He can be seen coming out, too. So he saved all four of them. Wow. By Good going for him. In. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then in this week's segment of why does this not already exist? Oh, my God. Um, researchers have designed a way to get flocks of birds to get out of aircraft's way by they created a drone that is shaped, looks sounds like a falcon because other types of birds are terrified of falcons yeah and so they've created this drone that looks like literally in the pictures it was really hard to figure out that it was a robot and not a drone it looks just like a falcon and they basically fly around the airspace and like the airfield and the runways to get all the birds to clear out because when the birds fly into the engines it's like you can create you can crash. crash yeah yeah so yeah they they teamed up with the university of Groningen in the Netherlands um, to again we never mispronounce names here Hado. We, we got this um, to create the artificial um, falcon and they started field testing it in the Netherlands and it was um, it deterred all the birds and that's that that's one. really cool again why wasn't it existing before also how can they hear that planes are so loud I think what they do is they clear it before the, the planes take off. Like, I know in other countries they use dogs, like runway dogs, and the runway dogs will chase the, oh like, geese God. and birds off the runway first, and then they'll recall the dog, and then the plane will, like, taxi and take off. So I'm assuming that's what happens. Huh. Yeah. Intriguing. Um, short happy news. A new blood test. It's called the gallery yeah, E test. I, I literally, no. Um, it can detect up to 50 cancers. Irreconcilable. Irreconcilable. Incandescent. This test, whatever it's called, can detect up to 50 cancers that don't, like when you're not showing symptoms yet, um, from a single blood sample. That's so, amazing. Yeah, instead of getting MRIs and CAT scans, and you can test for 50 of them all at once. And That's nice. Really and then, nice. Because, oh, because, like, Early detection is like, yeah. the best thing you can do. Exactly. Okay. So even when you don't have symptoms. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, doctors in Canada can now prescribe time in nature at a national park to help with people's mental health. Why can't I have this? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you can go walk my dogs whenever you want outside. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and uh, a drone saved its first heart attack patient in Sweden by deliver delivering a defibrillator. Defibrillator? Thank you. Three minutes after the emergency call came in. So an ambulance couldn't make it there quicker, so they sent a drone with a... Defibrillator. And it got there in three minutes. Did the dude have to do it on himself, or were there other people with him? Defib Defibrillators? Have instructions. Have you ever used one? No, but I was saying, was the, the hiker by themselves, or was there people with him? Um... Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I feel like you have I assume someone instructions. Else, I assume someone else was with them. Um, but yeah, what's it called? A defibrillator. Thank you. When you turn it on, it's, it shouts instructions at you. For real? Yeah, they're really cool. That's legit. Yeah, so it'll be like, please take the pads and place them. And it tells you where to place the pads. And it's like, 
now clear the victim. And like it tells you not to touch. And then it's like shock coming in five, four. It's really legit. I've never used one. And I hope I never have to. I'm going to make you take a first aid and see if you're class love to. with me. Yeah. Oh, I'd love it. Because they teach you how to use those in that class. Yeah. Safety first. Safety first. Um, squirrel fact. Bringing back the squirrel facts. My mom is going to be so happy. Yes. Squirrels fail to recover up to 74% of the nuts they bury. And so this, basically, there's all these studies coming out where they're trying to prove that squirrels are single-handedly repopulating forests with their lost nuts. believe this. Right? I, squirrels are punks, one, but they're cute and they're doing the world good. I believe it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, really cool one. There's a bunch of tattoo artists. There's like a new movement going on around the tattooing community where they're offering free appointments to cover up any racist tattoos that someone might have on them. Love that. So it's a no questions asked appointment. Um, so if you have any type of bad symbols or phrases on your body, they will cover it up free of charge. That's amazing. Love it. And last (laughs) one. Sorry, that was not a good thought I had. I was going to say like someone wants a really cool tattoo, but they can't afford it. So they get something really tiny that's not okay on their body. If I didn't have the same thought. (laughs) Okay, don't do that. I was just thinking, I was like, how could this go bad? That's how I always think about everything. I'm just going to like get butthead tattooed on me and be like, "Ah." I think they would just say that's not a negative thing. That's just stupid. Yes. They're going to be like, please leave, ma'am. We're going to call. Um, last happy news is there is a startup company that's using AI, so artificial intelligence in supermarkets to gauge the and change the prices of their produce based on how long it has to last. So if you were to go oh, in, cool. right, if you were to go in on like a Monday and a new shipment of bananas came, they would cost like $3 a bunch. And let's say it's Wednesday and they're starting to get a little less green, they'd be like 250. And by the time it's like, next week on a monday and they're like starting to brown spot they'd be like 50 cents and so oh, to get rid of it and yeah, then, yeah. that's so cool that's smart yeah i thought it was brilliant cue everyone just going in on monday right the, the, the last monday right yeah yep all right is that everything we have that's i feel everything. fulfilled me too all right guys well that's it for today um i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please like it um rate us give us a good little rating yeah. if you don't want to give us a good rating please you don't need to rate us. That's um, okay. You could just move along. Just, you know, that's fine. We're fine. Uh, but please follow us on any platform. And uh, I love you. I'm Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. And you're beautiful. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.